Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. This is where we help you transform your financial life using timeless biblical principles. I'm your host, Bob Loddick, and I'm so glad to have you here today. This is, I think, one of the more challenging podcasts to start. Yeah. We were, we've been dancing around trying to figure out how to start this one for a little bit. The gist of it. It's not a super fun. Yeah, it's not a super fun topic. (laughs) But we think it's important too. Yeah, we had a a challenging February for a lot of different reasons, but one particular thing made it really challenging. Yeah. And so if you're on an email list, you know we sent out an email about this and podcast is going up a little bit later, so you might not know. But anyway, do you want to just tell them what we've dealt with? Yeah. So I had a miscarriage right before Valentine's Day. Found out I was pregnant right at the beginning of the year. And when we went to an ultrasound right at the beginning of February, things just were not right. And so... Baby wasn't growing, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, I I should have been about eight weeks, I think. And they knew at that point, like, we should definitely be seeing something. Things are just not where they should be. So it took a little while for my body to catch on to recognize that this pregnancy was not a healthy one. And so to actually miscarry. Right. Yeah. So to actually like follow through with the miscarriage. So when that happened, we ended up needing to go to the ER at about 1130 at night. Luckily, we have an awesome neighbor who came over and just stayed in the house with our kids. I mean, yeah, he stayed here till what, like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And we were in the ER all night. Just as you continue to bleed, they couldn't get you to stop bleeding. Ended up after you were barely conscious because you you had lost so much blood. So I don't know how much of this you remember. I remember you that. You remember all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we ended up you having a DNC to yeah. kind of go in there and whatever, finish whatever needed to be done. And at that point, you finally calmed down a little bit in terms of bleeding, but you had lost so much blood that, yeah. They were talking about a transfusion, kind of suggesting it, but we chose against it. Yeah, we were. They said I was right on the line, so it wasn't unhealthy for us to, for me to not get a transfusion. Basically, they just said it's going to take a lot longer to recover. Right. They just <laughs> said the recovery is going to be longer, so we chose to do that because that's just what we felt like we were supposed to do for the situation. Yeah, I know your sister had. Not exactly the same story, but a similar story. And she ended up having like five bags of blood. I don't she know how much is in a bag. She lost a ton. So like no, a quart no or something no like idea, that? But she lost a ton. Yeah. But anyway, um, so. I'm, I'm so glad for medical intervention. <laughs> like <laughs> we try to do things as natural as possible when we can, but I yeah, am we so thankful for medical intervention when, when we need it, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of the first thing. And then the recovery has taken a lot longer than we expected. Like you're just really weak. Like, yeah. And, so, and I feel like you're finally getting to be a pretty good spot, but for two right. weeks after that, like you've. I was in bed a lot. Really, really struggled. And so, yeah, so, it wasn't that the surgery was the rough part or even the miscarriage. It was just the fact that I had so much blood loss and I've never experienced this. So, I didn't know that it would take that much to recover. Did you? No, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's been a big part of it. And then add to that all the other crazy things that happened in February. There was a once in a decade snowstorm. In Nashville. And so, the whole town shuts down, which to us meant that... Some of our help wasn't available. Some people to help watch the kids weren't available. And it was kind of a really critical time for me trying to get edits back to our book publisher for mm-hmm. our book. And I honestly wasn't able to work for about a week and a half Yeah. after this entire time. Yeah, it is a whole bunch of other things. Well, we had another death in the family. Yeah. I just felt like 
It was. Just, it just felt like one thing on top of another. Yeah, there's other we, things we can't really talk about that all kind of came into <laughs> it too. But it was just one of those intense months, man. Right. Where yeah, just everything's just, hitting all at once. Right. And I, I feel like we're not alone in this. You know, like I don't feel like we're the first people that have ever gone through a miscarriage. First of all, obviously, well, yeah, you don't but, realize how many there are until you go through it, and and then you everybody's telling you until their that stories. email we sent. I mean, we've got hundreds of responses from this email mm-hmm. we sent to our email list. And so, yeah, and randomly, if you're not on our email list, be sure to get on there. Get on the email list. Join us. Just head over to seedtime.com. Yeah. But, but yeah, but like the responses to that were really great. Like I feel like you've been really encouraged by that. And it, Yeah, it's taking me a while to get through them because there were so many. But it was just story after story of... Well, there were a few different things that I noticed, and I think this is what we should talk about. There were a lot of people in the same boat as me, which, again, like we had never experienced this. So when you're in a metaphorical boat with people, you start exchanging stories and realizing how tough it is for other people. I mean, there have been some people who have said this has happened to me a half a dozen times, a dozen times. I've had two miscarriages. Each single situation is important. You know, it's important to God and it's important in a person's life. And once you start hearing these stories, you're just like, you feel a little bit selfish, honestly, just in the, I feel like I'm just in my own head, like doing my own thing. And everybody's got stuff. And everybody around me has a story. And the amount of people, so another thing is the amount of people that have reached out to help us. So we have a friend in town who comes and watches the kids for free, which is amazing. Bob's mom is here right now taking care of the kids and people are asking to bring us food. And I mean, it. and we've gotten lots of emails from people that don't, that we don't like actually know in person. And they're like, I would love to bring you food. Like this one email I just read, this woman said, if I lived in town, I would be dropping food up on your doorstep. (laughs) Can I bring you coffee? Like all these things. It's just so sweet and kind and helpful and made me want to be more aware of the people around me. Yeah. Because it's easy when you're just going through busy life. Right. Yeah. With little kids. Like focused. Like it's just really simple. Yeah. Because we're all busy. Like that is just the name of the game. And so when people step out of that and they get out of themselves and they contribute to a hardship that we're, we're going through, it just feels so wonderful. It feels like that is what the body of Christ is supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it's definitely an area where I want to improve. Yeah. And to that point, I remember Shelly posted on Instagram not too long ago. It's a friend of ours who has a new baby and she's been up late at night. And so she's just been being prayer warrior in the middle Mm -hmm. of the night. And she's asked everybody, hey, what can I pray for you about? And so a whole bunch of people responded. And she said, it's fascinating all the things that are going on in people's lives that they don't share publicly. And so... yeah. You know, and I feel like this gave us a little glimpse of that, just understanding right. a little bit of, yeah, just this idea that we all have stories. And, and we're not saying anything new here. I mean, I, I think we know this, but I think it's easy to forget this. And I think that's the point. Well, right? I think it's easy to be self-focused and this is what's going on in my life and this is so hard. And then it's this on top of this, on top of this. Like, that's at least how I feel. Yeah, I so feel sometimes like I just get lost in my own struggle that I forget about others. Yeah. All right. So what's the solution? What's the way out of here? Is it just being more aware, like reaching out more to people around us? I think so. 
you know, it is dying to your flesh, really, is what it is. It's uh, intentionally not making just about us. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That That's kind of how, that's what I'm taking from this. Yeah. And when I see a need, I can do something. Yeah. I think that there are going to be seasons of life where it's easier than others. Obviously, if like a couple weeks ago, I'm laid out in bed, I can't really get up without feeling like I'm going to pass out. That's not my season to go take somebody a meal, but (laughs) somebody has a new baby. Like our neighbor, the one that came over here and stayed in the middle of the night, I was kind of happy that you had the opportunity to pay him back so (laughs) quickly, but he broke his arm or something. They have four little kids and you were able to take him to the urgent care. And it's like just that kind of thing of like, you need help. I can help you. Like his mom was here to help me with the kids and it just worked out really well, really seamless. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful that we were able to do that. But taking people meals, I feel like taking people meals is probably one of the biggest helps of it's anything just, else. Yeah, it, when right? you have like little, little kids, kid life. When you have little kids, like there's just nothing better. I was telling her. It's just so amazing when food just magically appears at the door and it's sit like I don't know why and it's different. Like I know we can order it on Uber Eats or you know And we uh, do whatever and we order out sometimes, but it's just when I don't have to think about it and it just appears just up, it's yeah. amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. So yeah, th- these are takeaways that I think we're getting from this. Kind of tying that up, one of the stories that I kind of told in the book, which you might have heard me, I've talked about it a lot, but when I I was on a sabbatical when I was 20 years old down in Florida, just taking, God had called me down there to kind of get away with him. I don't know. It was a challenging season in my life, but it kind of came to a head where it was like, it was almost like God was leading me to a point where showing me how in my own strength, I can't do anything financially and that I'm going to be a mess in my own strength. And so I got to this point where my car broke down in front of this kind of minor league ballpark. And it was on game day. It was a beautiful day, but it was a really challenging time in my life because as this car broke down, it's like just a car breaking down, not the big deal. But what was actually going on was everything, like I was living in this big house of cards of my financial situation that was about to fall. And so the car breaking down, what was actually going on is that I, I had just picked up my paycheck. I had to take that to my uh, landlord to pay the rent that was due that day. If I didn't pay it that day, I had about three or four more hours to get there. If I didn't do that, they were going to tack on a $50 fee, in which it's only $50, not that big a deal. But at the time, I didn't have that extra $50. (laughs) And my paycheck was so small, it was just covering the rent. And so if I didn't get there in time, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be late on that. And it's like, Everything was all kind of like coming to a head. I was supposed to pick up my friends from the airport the next day and my car is now broken down. I had $7 in my checking account. I had one credit card with like $264 of available credit on it and that was it. And I wasn't even able to think about the next week or the next month or even the fact that my whole financial world was kind of collapsing all around me and that I was in this downward spiral. It was all just about that. But my point in saying all this is I remember sitting in that broken down car in the middle of the road in front of that ballpark because there was a game that was starting like half an hour. And so cars were driving by left and right. And I was like trying to push the car to the shoulder with... By yourself. By myself. It. I asked yeah. someone who was standing on the side for help and they said no. And I'm trying to like steer this and I'm 20 years old. I'm like terrified, you know, about all this stuff coming to a head at once. And cars are driving, I mean, hundreds of cars are driving by and everybody's just looking. 
and no one offered to help. Yeah. It was just one of those moments where it's like I needed help in that moment more than like anything and no one offered to help. And so I think the point and I mean what I'm taking away from this is that there are people all around us who need help, who mm-hmm. need us. And I want to be one of those people who's just a little bit more aware, where I take my eyes off myself just a little bit more and see what's going on in everyone else's life. And so, and just so we're clear, we're not like, we're doing pretty good right now. So we're not like asking for help. (laughs) We don't need... This isn't a cry for help. Yeah, that's not what it is. But it's just our observation through this of what we've noticed and how we want to grow from what we've seen. Mm -hmm. And really a lot of people, how amazing they've been to us in the season. Yeah. And I want to add also to this, like, there's been a lot of people wanting to share their story that they've already been through to encourage us. Yeah, That's been really awesome to hear those stories. And then there are people that just want to help bear the burden with us, which is that that's what it says in the Bible, like we're supposed yeah. to bear one another's burdens. Prayer is obviously the number one way. And we have lots of people saying that they're praying for us. And it's like every single time I'm like, Thank you. Thank you. Because I have fallen into the trap where somebody needs my help. And I've been like, what do I do? What do I do? I, you know, immediately they're like, please just pray for me. And I'm like, I know, but what do I do? Like, what can I do for you? Yeah. And while there is some of that, I think that needs to take place. I don't want to ever forget that prayer is the most important thing yep. that we can be doing. And it is the most effective use of our time. Bringing a meal Hallelujah is wonderful, but the prayer that goes along with it, it goes so much further than the meal does, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. These are just all things that are kind of rolling around in my head. And yeah, we were just talking about them and wanted to share share them with you. Thank you. If you're praying for us or anything, like, thank you for doing that. Like, it just really means so much to us. And if you're doing it for other people, thank you for doing it for other people. The body of Christ. runs this way. Like this is how we run. Big challenges, you overcome them, you get encouraged, and then you help people out while while they're in theirs. And then you're going to go through another big challenge and accept and receive the help that you can get from that. And then go help others. I feel like if we're doing that, yeah, it's we're just victorious. Yeah. Yeah. And also staying tied to the Lord the entire time. Amen. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap this one up today. Appreciate you as always. Come over on Instagram, send us a DM, say hi. And our email list, right? Uh, Yeah. You can get on the email if you aren't already. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.